Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Kentucky Good Vibes. I'm your host, Deshayna Perkins. And today I have the pleasure of interviewing the very beautiful daughter of the all-time legendary, Mr. B.B. King. Miss Claudette King, how are you today? I'm wonderful, and you? I'm pretty good, pretty good. So tell us, um, who was Claudette King? Claudette King is a blues artist, R&B, gospel, whatever you may want to hear, Claudette can give it to you. I'm the, like as she said, I'm the daughter of B.B. King, but I am the queen of blues. Okay. That's who I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So tell us, when did you discover that you had a gift for singing? Uh, just like any other child, uh, you know how you start at the beginning when you were a little, had a little brush and stuff. And I knew there was a little something about me because every time I was singing, everybody paid attention. Mm-hmm. And then later on, um, when I turned about 17, I said, I kept being more active in a lot of things that had to pertain to music. And I was always asked to do a performance on stage. Later on, I guess this is when I turned like uh, 28, then I got approached by, um, um, I guess that was not Babyface, but LaFace. And they were telling me they was working on a project and I was like, okay. And they would say, we think you will fit in. And I say, really? And they said, yes. And so they asked me to audition for, um, uh, for a girls group. Mm-hmm. I want, the only thing about it, I didn't do it because I was still nervous. Mm-hmm. So I waited. Unless I finished, I waited until I turned a little bit older. I say no more than about 29. Then after that, another a record company came across to me. And they asked me to sing, and I sung, and they they got it, and they signed me. So that's when I learned that I do have talent, real talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what made you want to start performing? My dad. Your dad? My dad. Yes, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I would see, going to his performance, I would see how his fans would react. And mm-hmm. I wanted that same attention and that feeling because I was getting it just a small portion of it from everybody else when I would try to sing around them and they would love to hear it. And mm-hmm. then after that, it, it just, it continued. It continued. And I said, I wanted to hear this and I want to be in, I want to get that feeling. So I started doing it more so, but it was mainly because of my dad. Okay. Yeah. So how would you best describe your childhood growing up, like being, you know, the daughter of a legend, like, um, how would you describe that? Like hard. It was very difficult. Expectations was always high. Mm-hmm. Uh, they never looked at me as just being a, a another child on the street or another kid on the street or whatever. They always thought I was supposed to be above, but I was just like any other person, you mm-hmm. know. And so I had little friends, not a lot of friends, but I had just enough that would keep me happy but I always felt out of place when I was growing up and being a child because if you mentioned that you B.B. King's daughter all kinds of things would come at me and you know it wasn't wasn't nice yeah (laughs) yeah so I'm I mean you know you would think that being a celebrity's daughter you would you know you would like yeah I'm such and such daughter yeah 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 Yeah. some people love it and some people be like, no, I just want my own identity. You know, I just you do. Yeah. You do. Yeah. But as you get older and you're into the music like I am, 
it's okay. The perks are there. It's fine. The doors are open wider and I can walk through. But mm-hmm. before it was different. It's so many things that has happened to me because I mentioned I was BB King daughter. And like I said, it wasn't, it wasn't a good thing. It wasn't a good thing at all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, what would you say has been your most memorable moment uh, in your career? Receiving awards. Okay. Receiving awards. I received a lifetime award. I've been inducted to the Blues Hall of Fame. I saw, I received, oh my God, new blues artists of the year. I've been inducted. I mean, I qualified for the a nomination for the Dole Award twice. I mean, it's just been numerous, numerous of things that has happened. That's the most, most appreciative thing that I ever received and everything and, and ever felt mm-hmm. as becoming as a new artist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can you tell us something about yourself that fans probably wouldn't expect? Uh, only thing is that I'm really, I, I'm real humble. I'm a real <laughs> humble person. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I, when I'm on stage, I become another person. Mm-hmm. I become that art, that song, whatever I write, whatever I wrote and whatever I'm singing. But off, off stage and at home, I'm real humble. Um, I tend to my family a lot. And I put me second and them first. And I'm a, definitely a strong Christian. Yeah. Okay. So they say experience is the best teacher. Um, who would you say is your um, your mentor, your musical inspiration, or, you know, and so forth? My mentors was Aretha Franklin, Chaka Khan, my dad, Michael Jackson. Oh, my God. Etta James. Uh, oh, my God. So many, so many. So many, some country artists, some definitely uh, uh, gospel artists. It's just, I love them all. I love mm-hmm. them all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, have you faced any challenges being a, a African-American female artist uh, or just an artist within itself? Um, well, I think the only challenge is uh, as far as being a female artist, when you have a band, I have a band, all men. I just added the young lady. But it's just me being in, in control, me that they have to listen to. Mm-hmm. And that itself is a challenge because men do not like taking orders from women, yeah. <laughs> from a woman. <laughs> and that, that's, the, that's, that's difficult, especially in the music industry. When you're trying to get to another level of your career, you, there's a lot of men that you have to deal with. And if it's not a sexual thing, uh, it's hard for them to, I think by being B.B. King's daughter, it kind of opens the door, but that still, that co- still comes at you, those type of things. And, and that's hard. <laughs> yeah. I remember um, when you performed at the Lyric Theater here in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, uh-huh. I, I, I could remember seeing you like look over at a mem- uh, one of the band members like, <laughs> I don't know what you were saying, but he knew because he straightened up. Because <laughs> he was messing up. <laughs> you, we rehearsed one whatever, day. Yeah, yeah. Whatever he did, you gave him the look and went like that. <laughs> yeah. We rehearsed one thing and you doing another thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he wanted, you know, he was over there just doing his thing and you was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he straightened up. I was like, yeah, okay, you did. Okay. <laughs> so you get it, sis? <laughs> okay. So, uh, 
So what would you say your uh, hobbies and interests are outside of music? Uh, my high interest is dancing. I love dancing. Really? Okay. I just love to dance. I did dancing as uh, my childhood. Uh, did modern jazz, uh, African Asia, a little ballet. I mean, I, I'm really into dancing. I love dancing. I try to keep that go. Did I mess up? I try to keep that going, mm -hmm. you know, the dancing and stuff in my in my performance. So that's the high, the high part of it. Yeah. So who all have yeah. you worked with in the industry? Uh God, uh Tito Jackson, uh, Kenny Neal, um, a cousin of Tupac's. Uh, oh my God, there's a lot of other people. Um, I, I can't even remember. I, I think I, I did a little bit. Well, I opened up for my dad, mm -hmm. uh, Bobby Rush. Some of these people you don't even know. <laughs> How old do you think I am? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't I don't know. I'm sixty. Oh, you not. Love me, people. It's just a, there's a there's a lot of people. I I I, I perform with the Almond brother, the Almond uh, son. I perform with Ray Charles' daughter, Sam Cooke's daughter. Oh my God, uh, the the Neville's mm -hmm. uh, brother. It, it's a lot of people. The gentleman by the name of Jeff Pitchell who did a lot of stuff with my dad. It, it's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. One no, person actually, I, I did. I can't remember his name. Mm -hmm. No, actually, <laughs> I'm 41. Okay. Well, you yeah. know these people, then. <laughs> you yes, know these exactly. people. Exactly. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> like, I know them. Yeah. <laughs> <don't need> them. <laughs> okay. 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 So, um, so, um, what would you uh -oh. say, um, given the opportunity, or who would you say, given the opportunity, that you would love to do a collaboration with? Uh, or work with the future? Uh, Snoop. I would love to work with Snoop. I know because he's really out there. I would love to work with mm -hmm. Chris Brown. Okay. Chris Brown. Um, you want to do some dance moves with Chris Brown, huh? I, I, I just, I know. You want to show him a I, thing I, or two? I, no, I don't. Go ahead, Stella. Me. I know he's hot. I know he's hot as well as Snoop. I, I, I want to do, I, I would love to get out there with some of the ladies. I would love to do be on the stage with Beyonce. I mean, it was like quite a few artists. You know, I'm, they're, they're, they're not blues artists, but they're a little yeah. different, but that's what makes it more challenging. <laughs> so tell us about your first song that you ever recorded. What was the name of that? Uh, the first one that I that ever recorded was called Good Old Blues. And Good Old Blues has got that, uh, it's upbeat type of music. It's not regular blues. It's, it's a little different and it got a little pop sound to it and everybody likes it mm -hmm. everybody like they play it on the radio so it, it, that's what that's the first one good old blues so what's your newest yeah. music that you've uh created and recorded and you know performed or i i the newest movie i'm no song that i perform mm -hmm. uh would be tell the world and that's a remake of uh darling you send me send me mm -hmm. okay. my um yeah i know that song <laughs> okay <laughs> darling, you. 
That's it. Yeah, that's so, see, that's I'm not it. too yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, so um, you're going on tour real soon, correct? I am. Okay, uh, like I said, you well, next in a couple of days, I'll be at the in Memphis. I'll be at the blues. I mean, at the awards, okay. um, honoring they're honoring my dad as well as Timberland and other artists. And they asked me. They called me and asked my manager called me and asked me to sing. And quite naturally, I got to do one of my dad's too. But yeah. that puts me more so in you know in the mirrors mm -hmm. you know, of of those that need to see who I am. Mm -hmm. and, and it gives me a lot of exposure. It gives me a lot of exposure. So I'm happy to do that. Um, in December, we'll be overseas. The whole, we'll be in Paris. We'll be in London. We'll just, we'll just be all over um, Germany and stuff like that. So the for whole how month. Long? Oh, for a whole month. For the whole month. Yep. Oh, wow. It starts on the, it starts on the second. I mean, first, I'll be in, uh, what was that? Texas. No, Louisiana. We'll be, mm -hmm. I'll be performing with Kenny Neal. So we're going to be in rehearsal and from there take it to the road yeah okay so what's more exciting to you the travel or meeting the fans or networking or what's more exciting all of it all of it oh. it's all it's all of it it's, it's just so exciting it's so what's the what's the best place that you could say that you've been to since, <laughs> since the start of your career like the most memorable place nashville Nashville. Nashville. I, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm pretty much right now. I'm signed with MC1 slash Nashville. I mean, signed Sony, and they're out of Nashville. Mm -hmm. And uh, I go there a lot. And they're doing. They're having me to do some country music. Okay. So that's real new to me. As mm -hmm. well as they have contacted me, asking me to be in some movies. That's another thing. So. That right there is just, is a new challenge. It's a new open door, mm -hmm. but I still, and, and I love it, but I still got to keep representing um, the my dad's legacy. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to do. Okay. Yeah. So what would you say yeah. is your ultimate goal overall? To be real, real successful as big as my father. <laughs> that's my over, that's my goal. <laughs> So have you uh, considered? Have you considered like trying to remake some of his songs, or not even trying? Like it's your daddy. Like I have, I have. Okay. I made, I remade one called "Playing My Friend." I it was a remake with the record company I was first I was with a while back, um, and then I went back in and redid it and added what kept it with my dad in there, his vocals as well as uh, Robert Craig. And then myself, and then uh, I had to submit it to Universal. Universal heard it. Um, they called me back and told me that they liked it, and and uh, send the information, and that's what I did. Yeah. So, are you active in your community to where you do like community showcases and things of that sort, or um, benefit dinners and things of that sort? When I was in when I was in Georgia. Uh, I just recently moved back to California, so no here. But when I was in Georgia, yes, I did a lot of that. I was in Georgia for about about ten years, yeah, twelve years, yeah, yeah. Is there a big difference in Atlanta and California, or about the same? Well, it, there no, there's a difference. But like I said, I've been here. I was I'm originally from here. I was from San Francisco. I'm in the outskirts now, so I, I haven't been able to get out and then anything. 
anyway, the, the COVID kind of stops me from doing a lot of things, but, mm-hmm. but that's basically it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's changed in the industry since you first got started versus now? And I understand you had the, what, the, the records, the, yeah. the, the tapes, the eight track mm-hmm. was? No, I had no eight track. <laughs> You put me way back. Okay. No, it was okay. the CDs. <laughs> okay. It was the CDs. The CDs wasn't even the records. It was the CDs. Okay. Now the records, the records are back. No, I did the CDs and, and now what we the stuff we doing now, the track. But it's basically just uh, no eight tracks and nothing like that. Yeah. Um, but I know I was surprised while I've been doing the CDs that they're bringing back the albums. They mm-hmm. call them the, the, you know, the wax, the wax green or whatever they call them. Mm-hmm. But that's what I was surprised. And I would see them and I was like, oh my God, I remember those. But yeah. 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 Now, I said, now you got to start all over. <laughs> buy a, buy something to play that on. So I used yeah, to get so. excited, like, because uh, I do music as well. And when I would get money, I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy me a whole stack of CDs. And I go to Staples <laughs> or something, get a whole stack. And I'm like, I'm going to get, Oh, they having a sale, but I want to get one free. And then I get home and have my <laughs> own press with the sticker. I bought the sticker, the little press. Oh god! I stay up all night pressing my own <laughs> Oh god! And I was like, okay, something's got to give. And then fast forward, now everything is digital, which is so yeah. much better. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it is. It is. But far as sales is is a little different. Like mm-hmm. sales. When you are doing music and it's on social media, anybody can download it. Anybody, you know, they, they can download it for a little bit or something, or they can always go back and play it mm-hmm. over and over without purchasing. So what gets you the, the get you the more exposure to me is the airplay. Mm-hmm. And that's the difficult thing to get is airplay. You, mm-hmm. it's, you have to still today pay, pay DJs for airplay and mm-hmm. you know there's so many different places and and the prices are not the same it varies according to the dj so you have to pay um, for your music yes for your music to be air oh wow you know that's, that's why you got all these yeah no, no it's been like that we just never <laughs> knew that's why all these people you see the the ones that are really successful are the ones that got a whole lot of money yeah, well, some, some songs I, I cut on the radio and like, I, uh, I know, I know, but they got good sponsorship. That's but my kids know every lyric, and I'm like, uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you'd be now. like, they shouldn't even, they shouldn't even be on there. Thank I know, you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. And you know what? Another thing is that it's so much profanity on the radio now. There's no holding back. When yeah. I grew up, you couldn't do all that cussing. Now they can do it and like it's nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so, are you currently working on any new uh, on any new projects or music? Uh, I just got back from when I seen you the day before I was in Georgia. I huh? just finished a a, a, a track, um, and it's it's uh, it, it went pretty well. It's like an R and B type of song, and like I said, I've been getting calls for. 
I got another call when I got back asking me to be in another movie. So I, these people asked me to be in a movie. I haven't started yet. And I know You're once superstar. it does start, <laughs> it takes forever. <laughs> so what would well, the typical role happened. be for you? Like what kind of role would you like to play? Well, one of the, one of the, well, one of the uh, uh, movies that they're asking me to play is myself. I wrote a, a, a book called My okay. Dad and Me. Okay. And so they were telling me who's going to play my father, who's going to play me, who's going to play my mom and so on. And then at the end, be, you know, pretty much to the end of the, of the movie, I'll be myself. And I said, okay, that's the easiest role. It sounds life. like a lifetime movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it is like a lifetime yeah. movie. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And at the end, like the, I watched the Mickey Howard story. That was a great, great story. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, she, yeah. Has, she told a great story. And I've watched, yeah. you know, the Whitney Houston story and all those other ones. But the, the one that really stood out the most to me was the Mickey Howard story. Like, I really liked the characters that was in it. And then she came in the end, you know. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yeah. If I did a movie, I would want, yeah, yeah, that would be me. <laughs> she put it out there. That's yeah. what she did. She put it all out there. Yeah, yeah. And she wasn't no, playing yeah. with nobody. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. Yeah? no. Okay, so uh, with that being said, I really appreciate your time. And uh, thank, thank you. you for interviewing here with me uh, at Kentucky Good Vibes. And it was really nice meeting you because uh, you like I was telling Mr. Uh, Robert Finley early when I was interviewing him, I was like, Seeing you all perform, uh, that was my first time being at a blues concert. Like I okay. never had been, and it was very inspiring. And so I joined a band <laughs> last week. <gasps> after, and uh, it, I've been scared to get up on stage. I've been scared to like put myself out there, and everybody's always trying to push me. Like you need to really do your music. You need to really do this. And I'm like, oh, I will. Yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. And so now I'm really trying to you know, step out on faith and, and do what God intended for me to do. And you have to remember that you can only be yourself. And when you get out there, you're going to always have those butterflies, you know, but you got to remember, and I always pray before I go on stage and I pray when I get off, but just go out there, be you. That's all you can do is be you. The, a lot of people I know from the music industry a lot of people sing like other artists and that's not them so it doesn't get them over because mm -hmm. you have to be yourself yes you have to be yourself yeah <laughs> like i said just watching you all perform it was like uh -huh. if you notice i know you were performing but i was like the only one on the front row <laughs> i saw you no i saw you up taking I pictures was, i saw yes. you and i was like you know what god put me on this front row to let me know like hey this is your time. This is your moment. Like, and, and something, something inside of me was saying, call me, call me on the stage. Just let me give me, call me on the stage. Hey, you know what? I, I did, but you heard what I said. This is the time I usually call people on the stage. Because of the COVID, yeah. I can't. They won't, they won't allow. But I would have called you on the stage. I would have brought you up on the stage. Well, I, I, I don't you know if I would have got up in and heard. this happened. You, <laughs> no, I would have had you. No, you would be on stage. Sing a little bit, a little bit of something. Yeah, you would have been all right. <laughs> one of my friends, she has a band. It's called the Positive Movement Band. And Miss um, Vera and Mr. Um, Stephen, Steve Matson, uh, Miss Vera Sos. And um, that she called me to the stage 
to sing the Tina Turner Rolling. And I was like, Rolling, <laughs> Rolling. I was oh, you were that scared. <laughs> it, it was a festival going on. And she was like, Come here, Shayna. And I'm like, Me? <laughs> She's like, Yeah. Oh, She's like, Do yeah. the Rolling, Rolling. <laughs> I was like, No. But she caught other people. You'll get old. But she put the spotlight on me, and I'm like, rolling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was like, you, you're fine. I'm like, please don't do that again. <laughs> but I think if she did it now, I'd probably be like, okay, cool. I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm building up the confidence. So <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's what you have to do. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, thank you so much, and I appreciate your time, and it was an honor meeting thank you, you. And hearing thank you perform, you. and like I said, it was my first experience at a blues concert, and I'm glad that I met you and Mr. Finley that day, and uh, next day, well, the day before, and then you, and um, I waited for you to come out. <laughs> and I did. And I, I seen, did. And I seen that long line of people that couldn't wait to get your CD. <laughs> ah, see, that's good. That's good. Uh -huh. yeah, I I usually I come out and, and I sign autographs and mm -hmm. even if they don't purchase, I still sign and take pictures. Mm -hmm. But they, they keep saying the COVID, the COVID. And see, yeah. that's why I had to wait the, until pretty much they were gone to come yeah. out there. And that's why I collected the CD. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I was like, wow, it's a long line. <laughs> I mean, and, and people were just pulling their money out. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> But okay, well, it was an honor meeting you. And uh, once again, you thank too. you for interviewing here with me at Kentucky Good Vibes. And I hope to follow up with you soon. Okay, no problem. Okay, okay. And stay safe. Bye-bye. Stay safe we'll on your do tour. You too. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye-bye.